one key. It's playing up. Chari Jaya Kunjavi Hari Jaya 
कुंज विहारी जय राधमाधवा जय कुंज विहारी जय राधमाधवा जय राधमाधवा जय कुंज विहारी जय राधमान जय कुंज विहारी हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्णा 
Krishna, 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 Hare, 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 Ram, Hare, Ram, 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 Hare, 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 Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Jaya Jaya Prabhu Pad Prabhu Pad Prabhu Pad Jaya Jaya Prabhu Pad Jaya Jaya Prabhu Pad Prabhu Pad Prabhu Pad Jaya Jaya Prabhu Pad Prabhu Pad Prabhu Pad Jaya Jaya Prabhu Pad Jaya Jaya Prabhu Prabhu Pajaya Jaya Prabhu Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Today we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 7, Chapter Number 5 Prahlad, the saintly son of Hiranyakashipu Text 31 This is a very famous, well-quoted verse from the Srimad Bhagavatam, teachings of Prahlad Maharaj. Nate vidu svartha gatim hi vishnum, durashaya ye bahirartha manina, andayathandir upaniyamanas, Te, te pitantreya murudamni badha Na te vidu svartha gatim hi vishnum Durashaya ye bahirartha manina Andayathandhai rupa niyamanas 
ते पिशा तंत्र अमुरुदाम बधा न ते विदु स्वाथा गति विष्णु दुराशया ये बहिराथमानिना अंधा यथांधयूपनीयमानिशातंत्रुदा बधा दुराशयुथाधेपनीयमानीतंत्रुदाधा नॉट ते दे 
विधु नो स्वाथागतिम the ultimate goal of life or their own real interest he indeed vishnum lord vishnu and is aboard durashaya being ambitious to enjoy this material world yeah who bahi external sense objects artha manina considering as valuable andha persons who are blind yatha just as andhai by other blind men upaniyamana being led the they api although isha tantram to the ropes laws of material nature uru having very strong damni cords badha bound translation and purport by his divine grace ac bhaktivedanta swami prabhupad translation persons who are strongly entrapped by the consciousness of enjoying material life and who have therefore accepted as their leader or guru a similar blind man attached to external sense objects cannot understand that the goal of life is to return home back to godhead and and engage in the service of lord vishnu as blind men guided by another blind man miss the right path and fall into a ditch materially attached men led by another materially attached man are bound by the ropes of fruitive labor which are made of very strong cords and they continue again and again in materialistic life suffering the threefold miseries purport since there must always be a difference of opinion between demons and devotees hiranyakashipu when criticized by san pralad maharaj should not have been surprised that pralad maharaj differed from his way of life nonetheless Nonetheless Hiranyakashipu was extremely angry and wanted to rebuke his son for deriding his teacher or spiritual master who had been born in the Brahman family of the great acharya Shukracharya The word shukra means semen and acharya refers to a teacher or guru hereditary gurus or spiritual masters have been accepted everywhere since time immemorial but pralad maharaj declined to accept such a seminal guru or take instruction from him an actual guru is shrotriya one who has heard or received perfect knowledge through parampara the disciplic succession therefore pralad maharaj did not recognize a seminal spiritual master such spiritual masters are not at all interested in vishnu indeed they are hopeful of material success bahir artha manena The word bahi means external. Artha means interest and manina means taking very seriously. Generally speaking, practically everyone is unaware of the spiritual world. The knowledge of the materialist is restricted within the 4 billion mile limit of this material world, which is in the dark portion of the creation. 
They do not know that beyond the material world is the spiritual world. Unless one is a devotee of the Lord, one cannot understand the existence of the spiritual world. Gurus, teachers, who are simply interested in this material world, are described in this verse as andha, blind. Such blind men may lead many other followers without true knowledge or material conditions. But they are not accepted by devotees like Prahlad Maharaj. Such blind teachers, being interested in the external material world, are always bound by the strong ropes of material nature. Translation again, persons who are strongly entrapped by the consciousness of enjoying material life and who have therefore accepted as the leader or guru a similar blind man attached to external sense objects cannot understand that the goal of life is to return home back to Godhead and engage in the service of Lord Vishnu. As blind men guided by another blind man miss the right path and fall into a ditch, materially attached men led by another materially attached man are bound by the ropes of fruitive labor, which are made of very strong cords, and they continue again and again in materialistic life, suffering the threefold miseries. Om Agyanatimirandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurunundamiyanatasmaya Shri Gurave Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Garadhar Shri Vasadi Gaur Bhaktavarinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare In life everyone accepts a leader whether they accept it or not So yeah, we're talking about everyone has a leader in life. Someone, everyone is following someone. Um, even people say, I don't follow anyone, but they follow their rock stars or movie stars, put a poster in their house, worship them. And uh, Prabhupada in the Bhagavad Gita mentions that there's three natural leaders in society. One is your parents, your father, uh, the teacher, or the guru in various subjects and then the executive head so these are leaders in society and um, and the job of the leader is to lead someone is to lead their subjects somewhere right otherwise they're not a leader so Bhagavatam is saying choose your leader very wisely uh, one leader will take you in the ditch of Maya, will take you further in the ditch of Maya, they're already there, and the other will take you out of the ditch of um, material nature to the spiritual world. So, who is our leader in ISKCON? Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada is our leader because he's come to uh, take us out of Maya. Because we are in material consciousness. By being in the material world, every living entity in this world is in, um, is in material consciousness. Thinking, I am this body, I am separate from Krishna, I'm totally independent, and I can fulfill myself um, 
in my own independent ways. So with this consciousness, all living entities are in the material world, in all species of life. So a true leader like Srila Prabhupada has come to uh, rescue us from the strong um, cords of, of material, uh, of maya, basically. So such is uh, a, a real person we need to follow. And, um, but if we follow the, the mundane leader, then we are, we are pretty much doomed. So yes, we have to accept different people. Um, we have to accept different teachers in life, depending on what we are trying to achieve, right? But the fatal mistake is to accept, is to accept karmis um, as, is to accept their mindset. If we accept their mindset, then that is a fatal flaw. But we might have to accept different teachers in life. So if you want to progress in your career, you're not, you won't come to me, right? I probably can't help you with that, depending on what you're doing. So you have to go to someone who knows their stuff. And uh, they will teach you how to advance in that field. If you're trying to be a sportsman, you have to go to a sports guru. They will teach you. But if you accept their thinking of life, then that is a fatal mistake. So we have to accept different leaders at different points in our life. But if we, um, if we accept their, their way of thinking, which is, I am this body and I can be happy on my own. I don't need God um, and uh, we'll figure everything out ourselves. Then that is a fatal mistake. And then we are basically doomed. So the three types of leaders I mentioned, especially the executive head, the executive head is meant to be our Rajarshi, like um, Parikshit Maharaj, Yudhishthir Maharaj. They are Rajarshis, a Raja Rishi. The king is a Rishi, a saintly king. So an executive head is needed in society because as Krishna says, yad yad achrati shreshtas tad tad evataro janaha that uh, every man follows a leader and they do, they will repeat what they're doing. So what the leaders do, whether it is Bollywood or Hollywood or um, the executive head of state, people follow that in due course of time. And such, such people in such powerful positions are, are meant to be devotees. They are meant to show people the example of how to practically be a devotee and, and, and make their life successful. But they simply teach people how to be more engrossed in, in this body. So such leaders are, um, as mentioned here, there's andhayathan there upaniyamanas, right? So that's being a blind man being led by another blind man. So the problem we have is, at least a blind man knows he's blind, right? He needs some help. He needs to follow somebody who's not blind. And you hope he would follow someone who's not blind. 
So if a blind man has to cross the road, he has to, of course he can have his cane, but to cross the road he'll probably need some assistance, either from a person or a guide dog. We see sometimes uh, people who are blind, they have a guide dog, you might have seen it, right? So the dog, is, the dog is, has vision and the dog is trained. So because the dog has vision and trained, the dog can lead the blind person to their destination. But if this blind person um, takes shelter of a blind dog, just imagine now the dog is blind, <laughs> or the person is blind, then they have to cross the road, it's just going to be total chaos. Chaos and there's imminent danger. It's a very dangerous situation. It's then it's just a matter of chance. By luck he might cross the road, or by bad luck he'll be most likely he'll be run over by some car. So that is our situation. So in our situation, we don't even realize we are blind. At least the blind man knows he's blind and he needs some help. But in material consciousness, uh, the person in Maya doesn't even understand that they, are, they are, that they are materially blind. That's the problem. So we are dealing with people and maybe even ourselves, when if it wasn't for the mercy of devotees, we didn't even realize that we have a problem. We have a, a, a huge problem. So it is the mercy of devotees um, who are the enlightened persons who showed us that first we have a problem. So first the blind man has to accept he's blind and then they need to accept some help. So if we accept, um, if we accept a material leader, if we accept their thinking, then their mindset is basically, I am this body. They all are thinking, I am, I am a man, I'm a woman, um, I'm an engineer. Um, and, and if we accept their thinking, we will also think we are an Australian, um, we, we are a man, a woman. They will simply reinforce our material way of thinking. So we already have this, they will reinforce it further. That uh, I'm an engineer, I'm an Australian, and this person is my enemy. Now the other side is my enemy. So we begin to accept various upadis when we accept a blind leader. And as in the Bhagavatam, this famous verse in the 10th canto, 84th chapter, Yasyatma buddhi kunape tridhatuke Svadhi kalatra dishu bhoma ijjadhi Yatirtha buddhi shalile nakarhichid janeshwa abhigeshu sa eva gokhara. So this is, the, this is the mindset of a materialistic person and more so even of a materialistic leader. Right? Yasyatma buddhi kunape tridhatuke That such, such a leader will identify with their body, which is made of mu mucus, bile, air, and different various elements. So they identify with the body, and then they consider the byproducts of their body, their family, their children, extended family, as, um, as extensions of themselves, and as permanently their own, as the, as the translation says of this verse. So they consider 
in terms of basically in terms of I and mine. So the personal selfishness expands to extended selfishness. And then such a person accepts um, as the land of his birth as worshipable, right? Says the image or the land of his birth is worshipable. So a person in material consciousness thinks in terms of the body, and then the extent. Then they also think in terms of extensions, where where they're born. So they have a very strong identification with their place of birth. And we can see when we all have that. I'm from India. I'm from Europe. Someone says something bad about your country, though you're a devotee, sometimes we get offended. <laughs> so we can see, and uh, we, get, we also get entangled in politics of our nation. We can see that the attachment to the place of birth is very strong. And we consider the land to be as, as to be worshipable. Um, you know, Bharat Mata, right? And then it says, or oh, who sees a place of pilgrimage as merely water there? So these days most leaders even don't, they're not even that elevated. They, they, they're not even bothered about a place of pilgrimage. For them a place of pilgrimage is the MCG. <laughs> MCG or Rod Lever Arena. Everyone comes there and they have a yagya, a, a football yagya. <laughs> or a different, you know, they have a yagya and they're playing games. They're watching the yagya. So, most leaders are not interested in place of pilgrimage. Or even, even if they are, like you go to Rome, uh, some Makkah, it's simply to, if there's a river there, to take a bath in the river, or this sacred water, or to go to some holy site, without associating with the sadhus who are there, if any sadhus are left. So if there's any genuine sadhus left, there's no, there's no idea of actually going to the sadhu and hearing from them. Because the job of a sadhu is to, um, the, the, sorry, the, the purpose of a place of pilgrimage, and a place of pilgrimage is wherever um, the glories of the Lord are being discussed, like here. So the Iskon Melbourne Mahaprabhu Mandir is a place of pilgrimage, because the sadhu, Srila Prabhupada, he descended here, he set his lotus feet. Um, he established deity worship, very beautiful deity worship, and service to, to their lordships, as well as the preaching of, of the Maha Mantra and the glorification of the Lord. So such a place is a place of worship, is a place of pilgrimage. And coming here, coming to such places, one associates with devotees and hears from them. So materialistic leaders, even if they go they promote a place of worship, it's just simply to go there and um, get some blessings. Bahir Artha Manina, right? They're simply interested in the Bahir, in the external. So there's the Bahiranga Shakti and then there's the Antaranga Shakti. Right? So they're simply interested in the Bahiranga Shakti, the external energy of the Lord. And everything they will do is to that effect.
And the result of such, uh, and the result of uh, such mindset is they are simply just um, chewing the chewed, as Prahlad Maharaj talks in the previous verse. That because of the uncontrolled senses, persons too addicted to materialistic life make progress towards hellish conditions and repeatedly chew that which has already been chewed. So, um, such a leader basically teaches people how to just repeat the same old, same old. <laughs> Nothing new. There's, it's just the, you know, a rerun movie, as my spiritual master says. <laughs> so they will just teach people, okay, we did this. Uh, in this way, by war, we'll get peace, by manipulation. It's just the same old thing. It's been happening since time immemorial. And it's just a slightly a different flavor of it, based on the current context. So they're just teaching people the same old, same old. Um, and or they just, you know, which is the same old, same old is have an education, grow up, have an education, have a family, settle down, have create some nice material circumstances, comfortable circumstances, um, look after your children, and le leave them an inheritance, and then die happily. <laughs> this is basically the, their mantra. And this mantra is just being repeated over and over again. And, um, and everyone is doing the same thing. And the result is they're simply associating with the three modes of material nature. As Krishna says in the 13th chapter, Bhagavad Gita, Purusha Prakriti Stohi, Bhungte Prakriti Jan Gunan, Karanam Guna Sangosya, Sad Asad Yoni Janmasu. Right? The living entity in material nature um, follows the ways of life, enjoying the three modes of nature. So, in this way, uh, we are going in material life and we are simply associating with the three modes of nature. We are just, we're just uh, tasting different flavors of the same thing in different bodies, in different species, which are governed by the three modes of nature. And we are struggling. Mamayavamsha jiva loke, jiva bhuta sanatana, right? Manashastani indriyani, prakritistani, karshati. Karshati. So we are struggling very hard with the six senses. You know, the chief of which is the mind. So in this way, the result of following material leaders is just this struggle and suffering. And the problems of life are simply increasing. They don't even realize what the problems of life are. They're simply engaged in solving the symptoms. Not sure if you have, you know, sometimes you've, I've, I've worked on many projects where everyone is working but no one realize, understands what the problem is. <laughs> including the person who initiated the project. <laughs> and there's like total confusion. And what they actually end up doing most of the time is they're simply solving the symptoms of the problem. And then when the project is finished, then they realize that actually this wasn't the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> and we need to start another project for that. So this is, this is material life. Uh, the material leaders, they think they know the problems. Um, but they actually don't understand what the real problems are. The thing, the problem is, oh, this person is my enemy. When um, we don't have the cost of living is high or this and that. They're just trying to solve crime, drugs, so many problems. 
but they don't un understand the underlying problem is our uh, disconnection, disconnect from, from Krishna, is not connecting to Krishna. That's a real problem. And birth, death, old age, disease. These are the four problems. They don't understand. They just say, oh, okay, just, uh, yeah, that's just the way of life, you know. Birth, death, old age, disease. There's nothing you can do about it. We're trying to do something about it, but you just have to accept it and go, go about in your life. That's just life. But they don't understand that these are real problems, and, and then how to solve them is by, is by reviving our relationship with God. So such leaders are basically fools. And they're not worshipable. They just do a few good things and everyone gets enamored by them. They you know, remove some railway crossings, dig a tunnel, and they're just trying to solve these small problems and everyone gets very enamored and give their votes to them. And then, and then they come back in power and further misguide people. So they're useless leaders from a spiritual perspective and even from a material perspective. Um, so then who should we accept as our, as our guru? Right, so we have to accept someone. Um, that's very nicely explained in the nectar of instruction, in the fifth verse. You know, the three types of devotees. So one should accept an Uttama Dikari as one spiritual master, it is said. So yeah, we, we just spoke about that. We are in material consciousness, we are blind, we need to understand that we are blind and therefore we need help. And then to take help, we need to find um, someone who knows the truth. Tad vidi pranipatena pariprashnina sevaya upadekshantite gyanam gyaninas tattva darshina. So, Gyaninas Tattva Darshana. Uh, so, one has to accept someone who has seen the truth. So, a guru is someone who has, who has understood the truth. Someone who is realized in Krishna consciousness. And Rupa Goswami very nicely describes the qualities of such a devotee in the nectar of instruction. So he says, Krishneti yasya giritam manasa driyeta dikshashti chet pranita bhishtra bhajatam isham shushrushaya bhajana vijnanam ananyam anya nindati shunya hridam ipsita sangha labdhya. That such a pure devotee, one should serve a pure devotee who is advanced in undeviated devotional service and whose heart is completely devoid of the propensity to criticize others. So these are the signs of a very um, advanced devotee. So we know there's three, three levels of devotees. Uh, there's the Kanishta Adhikari, the Madhyam and the Uttama Adhikari. And all three are devotees. So a devotee is someone who accepts Vishnu as 
Krishna as God, right? So a Kanishta Adhikari is someone who accepts, accepts the supremacy of God. They believe in God. They even might be an initiated devotee. Um, but they, they don't, they are unable to um, respect people or engage with them in an appropriate manner. And also, they are unable to associate with devotees properly. They are unable to um, understand devotees. Right? So, so, such a person is simply, they are usually more making a show of bhakti. That's a Kanishta Adhikari. And their faith is also weak. Their faith is not strong. As well as they lack Shastric knowledge. So these are the signs of a Kanishta Adhikari, a beginner. And everyone has to start somewhere. There's nothing wrong in that. So I'm, I'm a Kanishta too. So I'm st you have to start somewhere. So we are accepting. Uh, Kanishta accepts they, they accept the, you know, mostly they're just in interested in making a show of bhakti, as I said. Uh, and they, are, they don't really associate with devotees to get the association, to go further. And sometimes they, they actually end up criticizing devotees as well. And faith is weak and they lack the knowledge. And Prabhupada says in, in, the, in the purport, in the nectar of instruction, that such devotees are just simply interested in deity worship, but they don't respect the devotees of the Lord. So, as, especially as Grihasthas, Grihasthas are so busy. They have, they have family, children, and rightfully so, they have to take care of their wife and children. That's their prime duty. So, if a Grihastha is doing deity worship, that doesn't mean he's a Kanishta. Uh, if he's simply doing deity worship. Because the, the reality of life is we are so busy. And um, the, the main, the, the focus of the, of the Grihastha is to look after their child who they brought into this world, is to make them a devotee, the first and foremost duty, right? And also for Grihasthas, deity worship is recommended to come out of the bodily conception. So, but that doesn't mean they're Kanishtas. Um, if that's, if, so the, the Grihasthas, um, they have to associate with devotees and hear from them and also support the preaching. So if they are hearing from other devotees and supporting the preaching, then they are not Kanishta Adhikaris. But if this their sole aim of life is just to do deity worship and, and not supporting the preaching and also associating with devotees, then that's the beginner stage. And then there's the um, there's the Madhya Madhikari. So in the in the same verse in the Nectar of Instruction, Rupa Goswami talks about the qualities of a Madhya Madhikari, which is from the Srimad Bhagavatam 11.246. Ishvare tad adhineshu bali sheshu dvi satsucha prema maitri kripo peksha ya karoti sa madhyama. The Madhya Madhikari is a devotee who worships the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So Madhya Madhikari basically accepts Krishna as God, as the highest object of love and service. 
they make friends with other devotees. So they make friendship with amongst each other. Uh, devotees, Madhya Madhikaris, Uttama Dikaris. They show compassion. Uh, they show mercy to those who are less advanced than themselves. So non-devotees as well as other devotees. And they avoid the blasphemers. So they avoid those who are envious of the Lord. So the, these are the signs of a Madhya Madhikari. And so Madhya Madhikari's uh, Shastric knowledge might be weak, but they have very strong faith in, in the unwavering service of the Lord. So Madhya Madhikari has strong faith, but their knowledge might not be very, Shastric knowledge might not be very strong. Uh, but their faith is extremely strong. So this is uh, a Madhya Madhikari, and Prabhupada wants all of us to at least come to this platform, uh, the Madhya Madhikari. So Madhya Madhikari has a spiritual master, and they follow the, they try to follow the instructions of the Guru. That's a Madhya Madhikari. So whatever instruction the Guru has given them, um, very specific or broad, they, they try to follow that and try to implement that. As well as in the best of their capacity, they try to preach to other people. If they can't preach, then support the preaching. Because everyone, everyone can't do it because of circumstances or lack of ability or inclination. So one, one then has to support the preaching. One has to support the temple. The, to run any endeavor requires resources, right? So to run a temple requires a lot of resources. Um, and it's the duty of the Grihastha community to support the, uh, the worship of the Lord and to support the, the spreading of the holy names of the Lord. So there's so many projects running, right? They, they all have to be supported. So it's not just simply building our own crumbling empire, which will crumble in due course of time, uh, but is to, is to, by supporting the movement of Mahaprabhu, then, um, then that is to our credit. So that's what Amadhya Madhikari does. So they share Krishna consciousness with others. They avoid the blasphemers. So there's people who, there are many people who are very envious of the Lord and devotees. And to, to refute them requires a lot of expertise. Like if you come across a hardcore atheist sometimes, it's not every devotee can refute them. You have to be a special kind of devotee to, to speak in their way. So, and, and there are some people who just can't understand. They're very, they're very offensive. To such, to such people, one avoids them and shows them mercy by giving them, um, by giving them kirtan and pasadam. So kirtan and pasadam is, everyone can be shown mercy in that way. Through, through by listening to kirtan on the streets or some program or just unco unconsciously hearing something and, and by having a prasadam. Everyone likes prasadam. Even the best atheist loves prasadam. <laughs> I'm sure you all have heard of stories where um, someone has no interest but they say, okay, 
whatever you're doing, you know, there, your food is good. <laughs> and there's so many people who like come here also just for the food, just for the prasadam. Like one time I met someone speaking with him here. He said, I don't believe in God. Uh, I don't accept whatever you say. I'm not interested. Leave me alone, but I like your food. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's very nice. Keep coming for the food. There's three times a day you can eat as much as you want. So by eating prasadam, they are slowly getting purified. So in that way, uh, devotees show their mercy to the envious as well. And then devotees try to serve Krishna in whatever way possible as the object of love by chanting 16 rounds, following the four regular principles and by doing some service. So, and then the Uttam Adhikari is someone um, who has, who is basically free from the propensity to criticize. So the pr pr propensity to blaspheme is very strong in all of us, fault-finding. So a, a, a pure devotee, an Uttam Adhikari, uh, they are devoid of that propensity to find fault in others. So that's their strength. Um, to find fault is a weakness, which we all have. So they don't have, they don't criticize anyone. They're simply engaged in, in serving Krishna and, and spreading his glories. Um, their heart is free, cleansed from any material contamination. So they don't have any, they're free from the three modes of, of nature. They don't have any dirt in their heart. Um, they've been purified by the process of bhakti. And they're always thinking of spreading Krishna consciousness to the world and making lot, lots of devotees. So these are the signs of an uh, Uttama Dikhari. So we can see Prabhupada, he was uh, free from the propensity of criticizing others. It might look like Prabhupada is criticizing people, but that, that is his finding their faults. As a guru, he has to speak heavily. He has to speak heavily to uh, remove the ignorance in the heart. So Prabhupada would speak very sharp words, uh, but he would not like find faults just to put someone down. You know, to feel good about oneself. Prabhupada never, Prabhupada never did that. Whatever criticisms he had of, of people was to, was to correct them, to bring them to the path of bhakti. Not, not to think of oneself as superior to them. So that's what it means. And they're always thinking of spreading Krishna consciousness to the world. So Prabhupada, here in the Nectar of Instruction, um, in the purport, Prabhupada says, about an Uttamadikari, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur has given some practical hints to the effect that an Uttamadikari Vaishnava can be recognized by his ability to convert many fallen souls to Vaishnavism. So that is a practical sign or symptom of an Uttamadikari. So an Uttamadikari is, is always thinking 
how to bring people to the lotus feet of the Lord all over the world. That is their main concern because that is the concern of Krishna also. That's why Krishna comes to this world. Yada yada hi dharmasya. Right? Krishna comes. Krishna comes every now and then, all the time, to deliver um, the people from the ignorance of Maya. Right? So, and then the devotee, an Uttamadikari, is also engaging in the mission of the Lord. They're engaging in the mission of the Lord, and they're trying to make many devotees, uh, many people into devotees. And the, the success of such a devotee is they're able to convert many non-devotees into devotees. So we can see like, you know, in the Dhimna Maharaj, there's how many thousands of devotees he's made. Prabhupada, we can see he came in such a short time, he made thousands of devotees, opened hundreds of temples, wrote so many books, and even today by his preaching, so many people are becoming devotees simply by reading his book. That is an Uttamadikari. They're not f here with us physically, but uh, simply by reading his books, we all are becoming devotees, or becoming serious in Krishna consciousness. So when we take shelter of such a devotee, uh, then then we, we are led correctly, as this verse is saying. Then the strong bonds, the strong cords of of um, fruitive labor of material nature become cut. So we are, we are bound by these ropes. So if you're bound by a strong rope, if it's a weak rope, you could maybe use your strength to, to break it. But if the, if the cords, ropes are very strong, no matter how much strength you have, you can't break it if it's made of, of, like, of the steel. So you need someone to free you who is themselves free. If the other person is also bound, how can they free you? It's not possible. So the other person has to be free. And they need to know how to um, untangle those cords. So a spiritual master is, is free from, from Maya. They, they are fixed in Krishna consciousness and they are, they are able to untangle these cords and, and make us devotees. So do you have any questions or comments on what we spoke today? Hare Krishna Prabhu.
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people say, have you seen God? Um, no, we can't see him. Have you seen the wind? Have you seen air? No, you can perceive it. Have you, have you seen the mind? No, you can perceive the mind. Have you seen your intelligence? No, you can perceive it. You can, similarly, uh, have you seen the soul? No, you know it's, it's present from its symptoms. Have you seen God? Yes, you can perceive the presence of God as well in the holy names. So they need, if, if they chant, if they follow the process, uh, then they can also perceive God. There's so many things they also can't see, but they can perceive, right? So it's a very flawed argument they make. Thank you. And, and just to add to your point, yeah. Yeah, Krishna also gives that in the Bhagavad Gita. Yes. Correct. Correct. Yes. That is missing, yeah. Thank you. Some very good points. Thank you. Yes, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. If somebody is blind by the this conception of material life, so how he can trust somebody else? Like, really he knows that this person is not blind and he can help me. Okay, so if someone is blind, how do they know that? The person they're accepting is not blind. Huh? Yeah. Really good question. How, how can a blind man know I'm accepting the right person as my, as my leader? Well, by, by hearing what they have to say. And, and also by having some basic understanding. Like Prabhupada says, if you want to know what gold is, if you, you need to understand, right? So if you want to buy gold, you need to have some basic knowledge of what gold is and even to get that basic knowledge you have to first be educated right so um, so it's simply by hearing so if, if, if the blind person is fortunate if, if it's the good fortune they will come across devotees and they will hear from devotees and if they have some shraddha in their heart then they will be able to accept um, they will be able to accept what that devotee is saying and they will be able to accept they'll see the you know they'll see the merit in what they're saying and they can see okay this is i need to accept krishna as my goal in life so so yeah comes comes by some you know good fortune which is a result of past radha um, coming in association with devotees hearing from them and then being able to accept their guidance yeah. You have a question? No? Okay. Anything else? Yes, Prabhuji. Sometimes they give the analogy of the teacher, you know, that 
students as homework and arithmetic and, and the teacher, teacher like this analogy of the teacher correcting that they yes. give a student their homework like yeah. like arithmetic and then one and one equals two and two and two equals five or something and give a tick on the correct one across on the incorrect one that way they're learning and the teacher is supposed to inspire the children to learn and be nice to them and and when they when they get make mistakes they say no that one's wrong and this one's right that, so it's the idea of correcting people rather than just criticizing them and putting them down there yeah there's an analogy of the teacher you know the yes of a guru as a teacher yeah the guru is a teacher and he's correcting you with your mistakes and he's not just criticizing you because correct exactly yeah, yeah. so a guru is is teaching you it's like if you have a you know a trainer or a coach they will also positively reinforce you so they'll see okay where you're doing wrong and then they will teach you no you need to do this this and that so yes they will find your faults uh, they'll f they'll observe you find some faults in you and then they'll give you the correct advice so that's yeah pretty much that's the job of a of a guru as well is to a guru can criticize his disciple find the faults but at the same time uh, the guru gives us knowledge it shows us the way and also the practical implementation of that knowledge so we can see like without Prabhupada if we had if we were to approach the Vedic text we would be totally blind and be totally misguided so in every field one needs a guru right so even in people think in spirituality I don't need a guru I can figure it out on my own but in everything else in life they have a guru so coming to Krishna consciousness, we also need um, a guru and our Prabhupada is our, you know, is our Acharya. Then we also have uh, gurus, a Diksha, Shiksha guru who guide us practically, who instruct us, right? Who make that formal connection and then who also instruct us in the process of Krishna consciousness. And they give that Siksha of how to practically implement the, the teachings of Srila Prabhupada and in, in as you exactly explained Prabhuji so guiding thank you any final question before we end here no just uh, the nectar of instruction is some people say that's sort of teaching for more neophyte people and they have to focus on giving up the bad things such as uh, fault finding and so forth and uh, and, the, and the guru is on the big high platform of teaching people so they said so they emphasize that at the end of nectar instruction you have to give up fault finding and that's what you think so what's the question is that really for teaching people on the neophyte platform sometimes people sometimes people say nectar instruction is sort of beginning learning at the beginning stages and you have to give up this fault finding mentality sort of no, nectar of instruction takes one from Shraddha to Prem. So it's, it starts with a person, like Prabhupada said, distribute this book on the streets. And if you read the final, some of the final verses of nectar of instruction, it's talking about like Krishna Prem, Radha Kund, right, very highly advanced topics. Radha Rani, right, so all this is there in the nectar of instruction. It's not for, yeah, it's for neophytes, yes, 
but it's, it's also for advanced devotees. And Prabhupada's books are such that um, anyone can tap into them and anyone can get something out of it. So, Srimad Bhagavatam actually, as said in the beginning, is a literature for the Paramahamsas. Right? But at the same time, Srimad Bhagavatam is also recommended for the um, staunch materialist. Because the, the Bhagavatam is so powerful that even a materialist who hears it correctly in the parampara and who, who hears, um, when I say correctly, meaning going through all the cantos, not just jumping to the tenth canto, Rasa Lila, hearing from a devotee coming in the, in, in the, in the disciplic succession, um, systematically hearing, then the Srimad Bhagavatam can purify um, even the most gross materialist and give them Krishna Prem. So same with the Nectar of Instruction. Uh, nectar of Instruction is written by Rupa Goswami, who is, who is a pure devotee. Right? So uh, these verses are, are non-different from Srimad Bhagavatam. And they take one from, pretty much they take one from Shraddha to Prem. And that's, that's the expertise of Prabhupada, how he can write in such a way that he can, um, it's like a one-stop shop. And you go to Myers or David Jones, you can get almost anything there. It's one shop, you get everything. They have different budgets also, different. So in one store you can get, you know, for someone maybe just wants a basic jacket or a very expensive jacket, they can get everything. In the same way you come, you read Srila Prabhupada's books, uh, the gross materialists can relate to it, in Prabhupada's Bhaktivedanta purports, as well as the Uttamadikari will also relish these books. So these books are not just for beginning devotees. When Prabhupada said that, Prabhupada himself read his books. When Prabhupada said, these books were dictated to me by Krishna. I didn't write them, Krishna wrote them. And as an author, he was reading his own books. <laughs> so generally authors don't read their own books. Maybe they might read it to proofread it or for editing time, but not after that, right? <laughs> he was reading it even other, other times. He asked his disciples to read from it. So these books are non-different from, from Krishna. They are, the, they are the book Bhagavat. And by associating with them, um, in, actually, even in every purport, if you read carefully, Prabhupada talks about everything. It just puts it in such a way as expertise that a beginner can get something out of it. And then an advanced devotee will see the higher rungs of bhakti all, all mentioned there. So it's, everything is in nectar of instruction. Radha Kund is there. Sham Kund is there. There's nothing higher than that. <laughs> Where I said that uh, Bhakti Chaitanya Maharaja, Prabhupada disciple in Narayanguri once, I personally heard him saying that Rupa Goswami wrote Nikta instruction for the um, Yovanas and lectures, like that. He wrote, that's what he said, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Dira, Dira, Jana, Priyo, Priyo. Yes, yeah. So the Acharyas have written these books for us. <laughs> but even the, even the advanced devotees relish in them at the same time. Thank you, Prabhu.
Hare Krishna. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Srila Prabhupada ki jai.
Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama 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 Rama, R